0: Welcome to Your Visa Help, where we sit down with one of Melbourne's principal immigration lawyers, Adewali Olajjo, to discuss the different aspects of Australian migration.
1: Hi, my name is Adewali. I am a migration lawyer at Visa Tech Legal in Melbourne. I'm here to help and answer your questions.
0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to the first episode of Your Visa Help. Today, we'll be discussing some of the general information you should know before applying for your visa. So let's jump right into our first question. What are some of the advantages of seeing a migration agent when applying for my visa?
1: Good question. That is a great question. Um, immigration law. Everything about Australian immigration has to do with Australian immigration law. Australian immigration laws are procedures. Immigration laws are contained in legislation, Act of Parliament, regulations, court decisions, policies of the Department of Immigration, uh, regulations, gazette notices, um, things like that. Now, everything that we are saying about immigration, immigration law and immigration rules, immigration practice revolves around the law. And um, to simply answer that question, uh, it makes a lot of sense to have someone who is legally trained as a lawyer that will understand all the process that is involved in the law that immigration uh, law and processes revolve around so immigration lawyers are also registered by their respective state and territory uh, legal authorities like uh, law, law institutes and uh, they are all admitted into the supreme court of their respective states in australia they have a very high level of regulation. They hold professional indemnity insurance, and they are expected to follow certain rules of professional conduct. Uh, when it comes to immigration and uh, acting for people who are looking for visas and immigration outcomes, I suppose that somebody with such high level of training as, as well as integrity uh, will be the best uh, positioned professional person that you want to trust your future with.
0: Mm, definitely, I think immigration to Australia um, is very detailed and the proceedings are very detailed so to have someone who thoroughly understands that, like th- that topic um, is worthwhile and it's important having someone on your side. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So the next question that I have is what are the different visas available?
1: Well, there are so many different visas available uh, for Australia. We might say they are categorized into short-term visitor visas for people who just want to come in for holiday and uh, stay here for a few weeks or a couple of months. That's a visa category. There are visas that allow people to study here, to be trained here, study here for professions, the study here for qualifications, uh, secondary school level, uh, university level, and um, even uh, academic level, such as uh, higher degrees and PhDs, and for other training as well. Uh, there are employment-based visas, uh, whereby people can come here on the basis of their employable skills, um, and there are skilled visas, Uh, whereby people can come here and work in certain occupations in Australia because they have certain skills that are in need or in short supply in Australia, such as doctors, engineers, nurses, accountants, and um, boiler makers, carpenters, things like that. There are also family visas and partner visas. Uh, These visas will be things like um, parent visa for people who already have families in Australia, who are Australian citizens or permanent resident, they can sponsor their parents to come in as parents or other family member. Uh, there are partner visas for Australians who are in a relationship with people from overseas. And there are all these other visas. Uh, there is um, the business visa for people who want to set up and run a business in Australia. So. You know, there is also some extent humanitarian visas for people who are fleeing conflicts from other parts of the world. Um, so you know, there are short-term visas, there are long-term visas, there are permanent visas. So there is a visa for everyone, generally speaking, that will need to come to Australia for a legitimate purpose.
0: Yeah, fantastic. And for instance, say that I was a student who was studying in Australia and I've graduated from university and I'm now looking for an occupation. How long do I have until I need to change my visa?
1: Well, if you have studied here mm-hmm. and um, you have graduated and you you want to, to find out or go into the next visa that will allow you to, to stay or to work on a temporary basis, there is a graduate visa that is um, that is available for that. Uh, after you've completed your studies in Australia, you have to meet the requirement of um, study in Australia requirement, which is basically you need, you will have had to complete at least two academic year of studies in Australia.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then you will have up to six months from the time that you complete your studies, within which to access. The graduate visa. Uh, That graduate visa can be available for up to 18 months and in some cases it can be available for up to two years and um, if you study things like a PhD you may even have um, up to four years to stay in Australia just to be able to get uh, valuable work experience and uh, after you've obtained those work experience you can then have a clearer pathway to permanent uh, visa
0: yeah okay. that's fantastic. That's a great answer. um, the next question that I have on my sheet is what are some of the reasons why a visa may be disapproved?
1: Oh, good question. <clears throat> well, visas are disapproved for various reasons uh simple is if you have not met all the requirements. Uh, all the requirements and criteria for the grant of that visa that means the visa cannot be approved so there are requirements that you need to fulfill at the time of application you need to make sure that the paperwork that you put in and the information that you provide to the Department of Immigration will meet and fit the information that is requested or that is required at the time of application there are also requirements that you need to meet at the time of decision time-of-decision criteria, if you have not provided information or documents that will address time-of-decision criteria, then the Department of Immigration cannot approve that visa and that may lead mm. to rejection.
0: Yeah. Can you give me some examples as well of um, maybe some of that criteria that people need to be able to meet? Yes, for instance,
1: if you are to apply for a skilled-based visa, Let's say you are applying to come to Australia as a, as a nurse. Uh, a key requirement is what is called pre application skills assessment, as in, uh, you needed to have verified and checked your qualifications with an assessing authority. Um, if you, are in, if you are registered register North, you probably will have to do that with HAPRA uh, or, or, or the North's authorities within the state. They will have to check that your qualifications are acceptable for migration. Or if you are an engineer, you will have to go to Engineers Australia. They will have to check that your qualifications that you get from Australia or that you get mainly from overseas are eligible and meet the requirements for that occupation in Australia. That is that process is called skills assessment so if you have not done that and you go ahead you for some reason you said that you've done it and you apply for a skill based application that will have meant that you haven't met a vital requirement that is necessary before you apply time of application requirement has not been met so that will be a key reason for immigration to just reject that or simply things like simple things like if you needed to have done a police check or a police certificate supposed to be included with the application before you lodge them and you have not done them, even for that simple reason, they can refuse the application, notwithstanding that you have met all of the requirements. So there are critical time of application documentation that needs to be provided, such as simply even having undergone medical checks. If your visa subclass requires that you have booked to undergo a medical check, as is usually the case with um, with graduate visas and post-study work visas, mm-hmm. if you haven't done that, you may find yourself being refused. And people may be wondering, why did they do this? I can now go and uh, do this medical checkup now. But that is... That is is not the way they are assessing the application. They are assessing the application according to what the rules and the law says. And this is why it's important to use somebody who is fast in this area of the law.
0: Mm. Yeah, definitely. And what sort of visas as well require a police check?
1: Well, that's a very good question. Uh, A police check is categorised as a public meet certain public interest criteria. Usually that is that they are of good character and that they are in good health. To prove that you are of good character, you just have to show that you do not have criminal convictions or records that are such that could impact uh, the safety of Australians. So they needed to check that through a police check. So everybody needs to go through that. And the same thing that you do not, You do not jeopardise the health and safety of Australians if you have communicable diseases and all that. So that is why they need to to also undergo medical check. So those two criteria, they are not negotiable, if I may use that word. Everybody must do them.
0: Yeah, well, I'm sure that's very useful information for people listening to that podcast to know. And that's all the time we have today. Thank you again for listening to Your Visa Help. If you have any questions or you would like to talk to Adewale about your personal case, you can get in contact via our website, www.yourvisahelp.com.